I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the Disney-themed podcast for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. My name is Craig, and I'm your host. I'm joined today by my co-host, Brett Rutherford. Hello. And Vanessa Ferguson. Hello. You like how I did the and. I'm trying to, to really work that in there. It sounds like an airplane. I love it. And Vanessa Ferguson. I like, I, uh-huh. I, I, uh-huh. Enjoy it. I enjoy it. <laughs> we are so excited that you've joined us today. It is just the three of us today talking all things Disney memories. We uh, were thinking about ideas for show topics and we always love to share our stories with one another of what it was like inside the Disney parks and those feelings that you get. You all know those feelings that you get inside the Disney parks. And so we just wanted to share some of those with us. We're going to, um, you know, sort of have a loose format here. We're going to go a bit of a round robin and just talk about the uh, stories that we have within the Disney parks. And I know, Brett, you really don't like that term round robin. You associate it with sports in this sense. It's all good. Is, that, is it a sports? Talk. Wait a minute. Is that a sports term? I don't know, but Brett accused me of that. And what? No, episode. I'm like, I just go with the flow now, y'all. I'm just like going, it is all good. I know that we'll have a good time. However, Craig Texas there with you whatever know, references. He I thought it was like a song reference, like Tweedledee, Tweedledee, Round Robin. Oh, copyright. Oh, that's, that's Rock and Robin. Actually, that's Rock and Robin. That's Rock, rock and Robin. Robin. Um, but round anyway. Robin. Anyway, I know that I have a very pragmatic host in Brett and that he has probably put on this wonderful, beautiful graphic that this is the top five Disney Park memories. So I'm going to try to make sure that I have five in my head, uh, but we'll go around and each of us explain and share. And because I picked on him already, I think, Brett, you have to start us off with this. So round number one, Brett, talk to us about one of your favorite park memories. Okay. Um, I did include this in my top five because if you're asking for my top five park, see, my top five Disney park experiences. There, I read that. I just want to make sure that was right. Okay, so me personally, being a former cast member in Magic Kingdom Entertainment afforded me some amazing opportunities that I will cherish and remember for always. So my number five experience was Disney overnight rehearsals. Let's see, the first one I remember when I was first cast um, in a Christmas parade, we won't go into all of the details because we've got to keep the magic, but it was um, rehearsals um, for the parade when the park was closed um, and when we are creating the magic that everyone will enjoy that holiday season. So that was one, I know, I give them, I give, I have multiples here and then castle rehearsals. And, uh, in case you ever have the chance, the opportunity to sit by the castle stage, kind of where the ramp comes up the, the side, if you're sitting inside there, it's really a great place to sit because it supports your back and all that. I know that's a little bit too detailed, but imagine if you will, um, it's a late night and you want to get comfy while, before you perform. So that's that. And, and then also sunrise over the contemporary. Those are, that's my top, that's my number five. Your late night at Disney isn't anything like I wish my overnight at Disney to be like. You weren't oh, riding really? rides. 
No. You weren't having snacks. You were working. We were working. working. That's okay. No, it was that was great. I'm like going, who knew that the castle, um, yeah, the little ramp really was a good place to sit. There was a very specific place because it was like towards where the ramp starts because it didn't go anyway. <laughs> so breath know, number five is finding back comfortable support. Comfortable place. Back support. What a great memory. No, no, no. Well, it was, yeah, no, it was. Your spine the, thanks you. My spine. Sunrise, so, okay. Uh, sunrise over the contemporary. Six o'clock. So in the funny because, uh, you know, behind the podcast here, Brett's going, so I have so many memories. I could do five. We could do 10. We could do like 15. I could do 125. So, so what he, what he has already established is that every one of these is going to be three memories rolled into not one. Into, not everyone. That he got away with it, but I do want to call you out on that, sir. Although I will say uh, it's great to hear some of those experiences of you as a former cast member. And it's such a, a neat place to be able to see a little bit behind the curtain like you said not to ruin the magic at all but i know um we probably may or may not hear of more experiences that you had uh, as we go through this list but it's just always cool to hear those stories that you that's the only one about. the others are that's all the only one okay but just available the, to all people and not just cast members so <laughs> yeah, absolutely yes absolutely that's that's really cast. cool uh really wonderful vanessa i'll let you go next uh with okay. your one park memory Okay, sure. Well, and actually, this is a bit of cheating as well, because it's not really something I quite remember, but I'm told this story. Um, and it was, so my first memory I wanted to bring up was uh, my family's memory of us going to Walt Disney World for the very first time. I was five, and my parents, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I mean, clearly, they, you know, I'm the favorite, they only took me out of my siblings to go. <laughs> And so it was just me and my parents and I'm holding their hands walking down Main Street. And my dad had never been either. Actually, neither of my parents, but my mom's a little more practical. And I believe the quote, the, the situation as it unfolded was, I was so in shock. My, my jaw had dropped looking down Main Street. And my dad was so in shock that his jaw also dropped. So my mom turned to us and said then turned to my dad and said close your mouth ed because we were both so in shock and i guess she was a little embarrassed that this grown man was having the same reaction as a five-year-old oh, but that. i i find that that just so speaks to how um the disney magic can really affect you no matter your age it is a magical experience you don't have to bring a young person to really enjoy the parks if you do i think it's it's a great new perspective um but it's just such a magical place in that very first time you walk down main street and you see the castle at the end it's something that's probably going to stick with you forever we all have a mutual friend in theater, Tom Brinkman, and we could all probably say that he's like a fairly a man's man, you know, like this uh, kind of more quiet, more reserved until you get to really know him. He doesn't really like reach out too much, but he talks specifically about when he turns that corner and sees the castle, they're DVC owners, they go all the time. But he says, like, initially, like, immediately he gets a tear in his eye because of that feeling of being in the park. And so I totally get what you're saying there. And come on, Karen, give them a little bit of a break here. Yeah, this is a yeah. wonderful experience that you're having with your child for the first time. Right. Of course, you're going to get a little, a little misty. It's the little, most you know. Karen thing to do, <laughs> <That's> Karen. 
<laughs> you can read she that probably, however you want. Aww. I'm not making fun of Karen's. Her no. name is Karen. Her name, her name is, is Karen. Karen. I right. actually call her Care Care just because I want her to Care, feel Care. I've heard special. it. It's so cute. And I certainly, uh, I, I was thinking about like how I want to handle this if I want to go chronologically. And I don't know that I do. I, I do want to uh, start with a particular moment. Uh, it was the first time, and I don't know years very well. Like it's all, time is very messed up in my mind. So I don't know exactly the year that it was. Um, but we have had uh, Craig Williams II on the podcast. And what we did was uh, the day, New Year's Day, we all flew down, and actually they drove down. We met them there uh, to Walt Disney World and stayed uh, in his uncle's condo down there. And it was just so cool. It's actually not an inside the park experience. The first night we arrived, we went to Disney Springs. Well, and at the time, it was still downtown Disney. We went to downtown Disney. We went to Raglan Road. And something about that, even though it's not owned and operated by the Walt Disney Company, uh, it was just that atmosphere of being in even this shopping area that should almost feel like a mall, but you still get a little hint of those magic features that you have. And of course, since then, this has all been completely redone and it's just absolutely gorgeous. But Raglan Road is still such a special place to me because it was really the first time as an adult going by myself, well, with friends and with Anna, of course, but I mean, not as like associated with like a school or a family trip, but really cemented my love for what would become just a, a great passion for Disney parks and what I really enjoy learning about and researching and interviewing people about and also attending, of course. So uh, just kind of a cool starting point right there. Now, that sounds Craig, good. When, when you tell these stories, these aren't the real Disney trips that you've been on, right? Not the ones that you made up that you it is so that funny. you went I, on, but you didn't. You are, there is a spoiler alert going on right now because I think this is the podcast where I actually spill the beans on exactly how that story went. So, uh, but later listener. I am not privy on. to that story. Oh my oh, God. No, he's, to talked to, he's talked about this in another episode where, but, but I, I, will, I will keep a lid on it for now. I touched yeah. Must have been yeah. the cruise episode because I wasn't part of that Before one. she completely outs me, I better go to Vanessa for your second memory or your next memory you'd like to speak about. And then we'll go to Brett for his 45 memories that he's going to say are number four. Okay. So um, my next memory is um, one where I actually got to go to the parks for the first time all by myself. And it was like a very spiritual uh, like vacation. I don't know. It felt more like visiting the mothership or like I, you know, going to the Holy land of Disney, but I got all by myself and uh, I was very introspective until I saw a familiar face and lo and behold, it was Steve Harvey. And I said, <laughs> is that Steve Harvey? Hey, Steve Harvey. And I think I have the audio. So if we have it, Brett, we can insert it now. Hi, Steve Harvey! <laughs> so there it was. That was me meeting Steve Harvey. I mean, wh wh when do you expect to see someone you know like that? <laughs> I mean, oh, it was just so great. I saw Steve Harvey. It was just, oh, I still get giggly thinking about it. 
I had no idea we're doing audio cuts in this thing. This is like production values through the roof here. You know, well, only the best for Steve. Hartley. Right. It's like it's like I should have you like. Can you put a music bed underneath us? And you know, okay, there we go. We're kind of rocking out. I need a bit. nap, so a bed would be nice. Just kidding. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, yeah, that's, that's such a cool experience. And like you said, like going into the park, uh, I've never had that experience of going in the park completely alone. And uh, it, it seems like it would be just kind of like a, a really empowering experience. It'd be very fun. I'll give you a tip. If you go by yourself, make sure you go when it gets dark through the tangled area into Fantasyland. The music and the lights are so perfect especially if you want to because a lot of times when you're going into the parks you're just so overwhelmed by the crowds and oh, I got to get to this ride and I was just taking my leisurely time just I didn't know where I was going I was just walking around and it was just the most perfect spot to to really take everything in and just be like wow I'm here I'm by myself but I don't feel by myself like I, I feel like Walt's with me it was just perfect that sounds so lovely. So try to top that, guys. I felt like Walt Disney was with me. You're going to be able to top that? Try to top back support. How about that? All right. I, I wasn't kind of go necessarily support, going to – I didn't know when I was going to insert this. I actually was going to do it a little later on. But Vanessa talked about it. So one of my uh, very vivid memories of Walt Disney World actually wasn't a memory at all. So it turns <laughs> out I did go a couple of times uh, as a child – uh, I, my parents had taken me and then um, also my grandparents took me and uh, that was such a fun experience and amazing. And, you know, uh, it's just so, so fun to like, look back at the, and thinking about the memories. I remember we spilled the cooler on the way down in the car and my grandpa was so mad, but my grandma was like, but it's fine. We're going to Disney. It was just so like, it's so great. So wonderful. Um, but turns out I had thought I had gone another time. And I had such a vivid memory of this trip. I would think about it often. And I would like, and I remember it was around the time that I was graduating from high school and uh, we were sharing stories at like a graduation party or whatever. And I said, well, remember that time you took me to Disney? And my mom was like, we didn't go then what are you talking about? And I said, Oh no, no, we went. And you know, it was my first time that I was on a plane because I remember distinctly that uh, I sat next to dad and then there was somebody next to us. It was an older lady. She gave me crayons um, to calm me down because I was really worried about it. And I was coloring pictures on the way. And then I remember going down and I, I distinctly remember like being able to do uh, the flying, uh, you know, the Astro Orbiter. I really enjoyed that ride. And it was the first time I got to do Space Mountain. And I went through this whole litany of things. And my mom was like, I'm, I'm really not kidding you here. We did not go then. And, I, and so come to find out, and this is maybe where the story turns a little bit sad, uh, but I, in kindergarten, uh, I had some pretty serious asthma issues. I was actually in a like bubble for about two months uh, in kindergarten. And I think looking back on it, it must've been then that I had this like super vivid dream when I was in the hospital. And 
I truly felt it was a memory and it was something that stuck with me for forever. Now, I don't have any complications from asthma. I'm totally fine, blah, blah, blah. That's all good. But it's just kind of funny looking back on now that I have this like fake memory about Disney World. And hey, it was a lot cheaper on my parents because they didn't have to pay for the trip. I just, okay. I hope you flew first class. Wait, no, wait we a didn't. second. <laughs> like, you had all those people by you. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a thought on this. So I've been learning about some new things that happened to creep into another podcast I listened to. And maybe you were actually astro traveling. It's something that like you subconsciously, your spirit can go places when you are asleep. So maybe you actually went, but it's not like in this dimension it was in another but if that were the case uh let's not to dive too deep into this but if that were the case would my would my family have been there with me or would it just been like my spirit no they could have because their higher selves when they were sleeping could have gone with you there are things beyond this world that we don't know craig and i would not put it past the eternal to give us an eternal disney world as well because it's that good. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm right there saying, with you. I'm, I'm right not psychic or anything, but there could be another explanation for your very vivid dream of going to Disney World. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm good with that. Brett, save us here. Uh, talk to us about your next memory next, of the my park. My next one that's a five. Actually, I was looking at my list and you're kind of right. Okay. But um, my next on my list, this is, and I have them in order. Because, you know, five to one. I mean, I could have 125 to one, but we've gone with the top five. Um, my number four experience um, are experiencing Disneyland anniversaries. Starting with Disneyland's 35th, I was at Disneyland with my friend Wendy, and it just so happened to coincide with the press event for the 35th anniversary. So there was lots of filmings. We were actually in a filming for... Um, down Main Street. That was like when we first got there. So that was cool. But then we went to the press event. But the whole thing was Michael Eisner was there doing filmings during the, during the whole time. And so during that vacation, again, a little bit of an aside, but we went to the Disney Studios um, that later that week on a little bit of a tour. And, and, um, and Michael Eisner was, at that point, he was in Walt's old office, which was on the corner. And so there might have been eye contact more of the times during our during the filmings at Disneyland and such because we saw him there and all that. But he is seeing, you know, two people in his studio with a tour guide because that's how they gave the tours. And I just I could I just so remember looking up there and seeing him looking down at us. And I'm like going, where are those people following Mall Week? <laughs> you know, so but we did not, we in fact, were not stalking Michael Eisner. Okay, so that's the 35th um, anniversary and the press event with my good friend, Wendy. Hello, Wendy. And then, um, sorry, and then, so that was the 35th. I went to the 50th um, because that was kind of, I hadn't been on a vacation forever and, and it was a big, big thing to go to Disneyland's 50th anniversary because it was kind of like the mothership calling us home. Again, Vanessa, it is very much mm-hmm. the mothership calling mm-hmm. us home wonderful, wonderful time. And I hadn't been on a a vacation at all for such a long time. So I cherish that moment and those memories. And the 50th 
anniversary of Disneyland. Such a big deal. And then the next time, this is the last one of my, this number four, um, was uh, staying overnight, doing my first overnight, sitting on the, laying, sleeping on the ground at Disneyland for the 24-hour opening celebration for the 60th anniversary. And that was a great day, great time. I have great memories. So those are my three Disneyland anniversaries, which count as one because they're either one topic. And you use- You're a cheater, the, Brett. He is a huge cheater. And also you use the curb as a headrest. So I you did. can continue. You know that. You could have I head get support. Your theme of support. <laughs> it's true. I mean, no, seriously. It was, who knew? You weren't stalking uh, Michael Eisner. You were trying to support him. Yeah, well, Michael Eisner had left the building by that time. Um, <laughs> sure, but just, I was going back to your 35th. Oh, that was the 35th. Okay, yeah. Remember, yes, that was no, the was first hot, of three memories you shared yes, for was, your fourth memory. it was headrest. It was truly, oh my gosh, comfort is a big deal for me. It is. <laughs> I don't know. So, okay. I will start um, this next round. With a and... real memory or a <laughs> fake memory? I just want to, I think we're going to have to clarify for each round here, Craig. I'm going back to real memories. And okay. this was a really fun uh, this was a fun day because it was so unexpected. So uh, at the time we had a cast member friend, thank you, Kelly. Uh, and he's no longer a cast member, so I can finally out him that this happened. Um, but we had had a scheduled trip to go down to um, take our first Disney cruise. And this was, the, the cruise was something where we were brand new parents when we booked this about a year before. And by the way, if you're watching the video, I'm so sorry. Uh, the sun is coming so hot in my window right now. My apologies. Uh, the, we had booked this cruise like a year in advance. And it was when we were kind of in the midst of that first time parenthood, not sleeping, uh, just kind of driving ourselves crazy. And we decided, you know what? We really want to be on a cruise. Uh, we're going to book it. And it's going to be something to look forward to. So we looked forward to it for the whole year. Uh, and then as we got closer, we had decided we were going to stay at Port Orleans Riverside the night before the cruise, just because that's our favorite resort. But then we get a message from Kelly and he was like, I have a couple of complimentary passes because um, I was involved in the processional at Christmas time. And so I'd love to give these to you. So then we decided, okay, we're going to stay two nights at Port Orleans Riverside because we're going to spend a full day. Uh, so it was a park hopping pass. We were allowed to go anywhere. And Anna and I, it was really the only time that we've been in Disney World just with the two of us, uh, not with any friends, not with any family. And it was the best day. It was so much fun. We got to do so many things. Um, his friends at the time, Kelly's friends were cast members all around. Uh, and so they had given us a couple of complimentary fast passes too. And so that was really cool. Like just, you, we got so much done in one day. <laughs> and um, to cap it all off, we uh, got to see Wishes for the last time. Uh, and Wishes is something that has a special place in my heart because it's the first nighttime show that I had seen in the Disney parks really, and really felt the emotional connection to. And so we got to see that we recorded it for, uh, we recorded a message for our son who was not with us on the trip at the time. He was, uh, goodness, he would have been just about a year and a half old or close to that. Uh, so it was a little too young for him to go with us at the time, but we got to like record a message to him uh, in the hub, watching wishes is just so great. Such a great memory. 
Well, that's real memories are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real memories are good. So, <sighs> real memories that are good. good. That was good. That was good. Real memories are good. See, I, I still put in a bunch of stuff that we did that day, Brett. So it wasn't like just a specific memory in time. Um, but I think we're up to Vanessa next. I think so. Well, um, this is a really fun one for me. And I, sh- I should say that I have lots and lots of memories with family members that I'm not going to mention today. Um, except for one. So um, I, as a few years ago, um, d- was interested in, in maybe moving to Florida and just wanted to do a little uh, quick tour of Central and West Florida. And I took my mom with me. But who goes to Florida and doesn't uh, stop at Disney? So we had uh, a night at Disney and we decided to go on to the um, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. And I didn't realize this when booking it, but I found out that my mom had never actually been trick-or-treating as a child. She lived way out in the country, so she wasn't allowed to go. And it's just an experience she never got to have. So um, when I told her um, that I had made us costumes, we dressed up as the Dalmatians, and we had really cute face paint, and everybody said that our costumes were the best and that we were really cute. And people kept looking at us and going, aw, how cute are you guys? And it was really – and we even had (laughs) matching collars – we were adorable and, and little tails and ears. Oh my God. We were so cute anyway. Um, and then we were going around and she got to go trick or treating. And then she told me, she's like, I am so excited to be here. I've never been to a party before and I've never gone trick or treating. This is the best thing ever. I want to come back again and go trick or treating again. And it was just so fun to see her having fun. Um, Gosh, you know, that's, again, we love going to Disney, but there's something about taking someone else and watching mm-hmm. their first experiences that is just so awesome. I just love doing that. It truly is, isn't it? I mean, it's just yeah. such a great, it's cool. And especially um, if that person is, uh, I almost think it's almost even better, like if that person is an adult, because like the kids, of course, that's a special, and of course, we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, but the the adults that come and they get it like they figure it out like that was like me that time that trip that we took with craig i figured it out and i got it you know so i understood it so anyway um brett what several set of memories do you have for me now? <laughs> no this one is this one is very simple and it would and it happened in 2019 and vanessa created the best segue ever because my third favorite disney park experience memory is a a Disneyland vacationette that I shared with Vanessa and and Erica. It is number three. Thank you very much. Because again, it was showing Vanessa Disneyland for the first time. I'm sorry, Craig, we talked about this for an awful long time, but it's back. Okay. So again, seeing Vanessa walk down Main Street for the first time classic moment i mean it is all of that that entire vacation that entire three days thursday friday saturday basically that's how long it was supposed to be and then there was weather intervened and but anyway back to the disneyland memory um all of it is etched in my brain the churro experience the beignet and 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 a mint julep experience a very funny monorail ride um, uh, the rain experience yeah. on on uh, Matterhorn, 
Too many memories for such a short time, but it is a favorite. I have to interject and say that was actually going to be my next experience I brought up. So you've stolen it from me. So now I have to scramble to figure out what I'm going to talk about. You can have it too. You can just no, talk you about get to your talk version. About it too. About I, will, yes. I will mention that I have listened to uh, a lot of your trip. It's episode, I looked, but looked it up, episode 34 and 35. You had, two, uh, you had a two-parter on yes. your trip to Disneyland. Thank you. Yes. So you listened, you listened to, you haven't listened to the whole thing yet? Okay. Oh, I said I did listen to it. Oh, you listened to the whole thing. Okay. Good. I listened to good. the whole thing. I'm just saying whole, I wanted to uh, reference it for our fans and for our you. listeners if they yes. wanted to go back and listen. Uh, well, it was just a perfect, perfect Disneyland vacationette, and I can't wait for the next one. And that'll be, that'll be another memory. I can't wait for the next one either, and, and hopefully I'm a part of it. I think it'll be fun if you all would invite me along and allow me to be part of it, so... Oh, again, the bitterness shows. It was an, exp- you know, yeah. Okay, sorry. We need to move on real quickly. Am I next? No, sorry. I was just giving him the puppy dog eyes. It doesn't really uh, formulate well through an audio medium, though, does it? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like going. See, I have I have my questions up here, so I don't even watch you. Oh, that's true. You're not even watching me. I get it. I get it, Brett. I get it. I yes, watched Vanessa, you, you are next. And did you want notes. to? Did you want to talk more about the vacationette, or are you yeah. going to a different? Memory? Well, my next memory is when the three of us went to Disneyland, and it was just a great. Oh, the three of I you mean, went to Disneyland. I never heard that before. Next memory is when two of us plus Erica <laughs> went to Disneyland, and um, I just remember. It was just so fun, and I felt like a little kid again because um, it was like Brett and Erica were my parents, and because they had been and I hadn't, and they were taking me around, and it just—I've never felt so relaxed on a va- on a Disney vacation. And like I remember, we were in the elevator, and it would be really quiet, and then we just look at each other, and then we go, "We're going to Disneyland," and we, <laughs> we start, start laughing, and then we couldn't stop. And then like being outside the gate, we kept doing it. And then one really great memory. I mean, Brett has mentioned so many of them, the monorail and all that. But one that was really great was when we were at rope drop and uh, they had set up like this obstacle course because the castle was closed. And I mean, these these people are vicious. They are diehard. They Disneyland had not experienced fans. rope drop yet. No. And like, time. I just, we just were trying to run and we just kept screaming, what is happening? What is happening? Because people were running around me. I peed my pants because I got, was trying to not to laugh and I was running and I just, oh my God, it was so 
funny. And I just, I've never been in a race that I was that happy about. I mean, I never, I hate all the other races I've been in, but that one <laughs> made me laugh so hard. It was so funny. So, and we got to, uh, sorry, we went to Peter Pan, we got to Peter Pan in right, you know, in record time. Yeah. In record time, which was just beautiful. And, um, and Mr. Toad's wild ride where I just, I just kept, I mean, just so much of that trip, all I remember is just laughing. So other than when I was very upset and sick and crying after writing the former Tower of Terror, that, that stunk. I don't ever want to do that again. That part of the trip I did not like, but everything else. Are here. We could do a, yeah, we could do oh. a, uh, we could do like anti-memories of the, the worst park oh. experiences. No, oh, we, that's wouldn't, up there for we wouldn't sure. do that kind of negativity here. But it's a memory that lives on and you survived and it it's a really funny moment. Sorry. I'm glad, it is a glad memory. you found it so hilarious. Erica so, did too. So technically I, I have done a run Disney event. I've done the Castaway Key 5K. It was really fun. And, um, but this is almost like my uh, inauguration to uh, run Disney. And it wasn't even a planned event. So... Here we are. It was the second time that we had gone with a large group of friends. We went with the Brinkmans, and uh, again, Craig Williams was there. Uh, and then our friend uh, Tim came along with a new girlfriend at the time, Kara. I got to meet her. Uh, they're married now. She's so wonderful. They've come on multiple trips with us, and we'll talk about that in my final memory that I want to bring up. But uh, one of the the best moments and the best vivid memories I have is that we were sitting uh, in Italy and eating some pizza. It was a big group of us and it was getting closer and closer to the time when Magic Kingdom was going to close. I want to say Magic Kingdom was closing at eight o'clock that night. And uh, because this was kind of in that, it was still sort of a slower period. They were still doing the free food, uh, the dining plan and and that's what we were on. Uh, and we had basically, I think it was about 20 minutes before eight o'clock. We had just paid our bill and we decided, you know what? We really want to see the fireworks one more time. We wishes again. So this was before my last memory of wishes. But we decided we were just going to book it from Italy and we we're going to figure out how to get to Magic Kingdom and we we're going to get in that park. And it was so funny because it was during food and wine. We're like dodging all these people. We have tiramisu in our bags that we took to go. And just all of us trying to run and get through Epcot, we get to the monorail. Of course, the monorail uh, is a little bit delayed, but we, we get over to Magic Kingdom and they don't let us in. So we ended up kind of in that front hub area watching the fireworks come over the train station. But it wasn't so much the fact that we didn't get in. Like, it was almost better that we didn't get in only because, like, we, the, the fun of trying to get there was well worth it. And, like, it was so cool to just be, like, literally running through Disney with your friends, right? And trying to get there didn't quite happen. We had a really messy tiramisu on the way back to the resort because it flew everywhere in our bag. But <laughs> gosh, it was so, it was such a great memory. Uh, so the Via Napoli uh, 5K, whatever you want to call it, uh, it, it was just so much fun. It was so great. That's, That's awesome. Fun. That's funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did um, you eat the tiramisu that was all in your? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Well, it was probably like in a container, right? And it yeah, it was in a like container. Oh, good. Bouncing up I imagined. Good, because I'm like, wasn't just let's just get every little last bit. Oh, oh, guys, sorry. The blue plastic Disney bag. Anyway, I have transported hot dogs at the end of a night. Via that, it did not turn out well. You all will have to help me. You all will have to help me remember. But but Brett, you have two memories left, and I do. Vanessa has I one have my memory left. Two. Is that one memory at? left. I have. Okay, so have Brett is two. next. Okay. So go ahead, Brett. First visit to Walt Disney World. It was 1927. I remember distinctly. It was a time when. No, sorry. <laughs> okay. It was a. Uh, it was, I was we, so it was, you know, 1927. Okay. At the time, Epcot was a mere dream. The dream called Epcot. Ha! Reference there. Okay. And, uh, and so I remember that you could come in from, you could only drive in through on World Drive. And so it was, it was like, took forever to get into, uh, get to the, the gate. And then... Uh, we were staying at Fort Wilderness, and I was staying at Campsite 360. How do I remember that? That it was Campsite 360, um, and uh, and then we took the the ferry boat over to the Contemporary, walked into the Contemporary, and took the Contemporary monorail over to the Magic Kingdom. Walked down Main Street, went to Coke Corner because we needed a refreshment, a refreshment at Coke Corner, and then uh, went to. <laughs> Uh, and then went to the Haunted Mansion was my first Walt Disney World attraction. So I just- Oh, wow. Told, uh, you remember I, I your first attraction. Oh, sure. Oh my gosh. How can you not remember these things? I, oh, yeah. I don't remember. I do. I'm like going campsite 360. <laughs> and it was 1927. So that's quite wow. a memory. That's great. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So <laughs> my memory. First time at Walt Disney World. Great memory. Vanessa. This is your last memory you get to share with us forever. You okay. can no longer talk about any oh, memory. Oh, please. No. Come on. This is this ever. Time. Okay. I have a good one. So I remember I was, this was the first trip to Disney. So with my parents, I, and I was five and um, we were walking, uh, my mom and dad had just gotten me a Mickey's ice cream cone uh, that's shaped like Mickey Mouse, but this was back in the day when they made those guys like, oh my gosh, they were like rock solid. <laughs> and I'm like, they do not do that anymore. I have tested them around the parks. Now they're very edible. But back in the day, you could, they were frozen. Like you could not really eat an ice cream cone, but you just kind of have to wait for it to melt in the Florida sun and then you'd eat it. Well, um, obviously this is my first, you know, visit to Disney. I didn't know that. My parents didn't know that. So I'm what we're walking up to the castle and I'm taking a bite and I look down and the inside of my Mickey mouse is red. And my mom was like, gosh, that's morbid. When you bite off Mickey's ear, it's red on the inside. That's dark. But what had happened was I had broken off my very first tooth on that rock hard Mickey's ice cream bar. <laughs> and so I had blood running into my ice cream. And my parents were so excited that I had lost my very first tooth in Walt Disney World. How magical was that? Right in front of the castle and everything. Huh. Uh, so the tooth fairy didn't even have to come because you were already having a great time. So there were no extra. Oh, she came. Oh, she. 
Well, good. She can put some coins under that pillow. <laughs> I still have a pillow to sleep on. So anyway, um, yeah. So my, my parents always talk about that. Like, oh, of course, Vanessa loves Disney. She lost her first tooth at Walt Disney World. So there you go. And I wish they sold those ice cream bars like that again. Because now it's like sometimes it really does get very hot and it melts so fast that you kind of wish that it wouldn't melt so fast. But if you, anyway. If you ever would have had the frozen bananas when they were really frozen bananas. Yeah, that was yeah. That, a, a task to, to uh, yeah, to wait for that thing to thaw. But very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And I wonder too if that kind of kept people from getting on the rides because it took so long to eat those snacks because you just had to wait forever for them to melt. But anyway, isn't that a fun one though? That's a that fun one. Have you guys ever last year in the cob, but you know. That is, that is perfect. That's great. Um, you know, there, I could go on and on and on about uh, what was our uh, most recent trip uh, to Disney World because it was the first time that we took our son and just all the experiences that we had there. In fact, we did a, and we actually did a trip report all about it. It was uh, episode 23. So go and check that out and you can kind of live through our fall uh, excursion into Walt Disney World and kind of relive that. And, but the, the thing I think sticks out the most to me was that, um, you know, when you first take a two and a half year old to Disney, you don't know how they're going to interact with things. You don't know how they're going to experience things, but he was such a trooper. He loved every bit of it. But the, the one memory that I would say is I mentioned that Tim and Kara had started traveling with us and they actually came with us this trip and we all stayed in the same room. We stayed at the Finding Nemo suite at Art of Animation. It was so wonderful and it worked out so well. Um, but here we are in Toy Story Land and my son loves Toy Story Land. It's just like his favorite place to be. And we're about to go on Toy Story Midway Mania. And he looks at me and goes, Daddy, can I ride with them? And he had spent the whole trip, of course, like the whole week, riding rides with us, having really fun time with mom and dad. But then he was like, no, I want to ride with Tim and Kara. And so I asked them and I said, like, guys, this could go bad. You know, if he's like, where's my mom and dad, you know, like that, not knowing where we were, but uh, he didn't, he, he rode on Midway Mania with Tim and Kara absolutely had a wonderful time with them. Uh, and it just like speaks to his comfort level and I get that he knows them and he loves them, uh, but even like to be away from your parents at all when you're that age is kind of a, a hard thing to do. So the fact that he was able to do all of that um, was just so, so cool. It just speaks to how much, how, how much of a good time he had uh, and hopefully more and more memories to come with him in the Disney parks. So Brett, bring us home. You got 16 memories to say here? No, my number one, of course experience is my first visit to Disneyland. Um, so uh, we, we traveled, my parents and I traveled uh, across the United States via, in a car to- Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that was cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was very cool. It was very cool. Um, well, it was a little, anyway, it was hot. It was fun. It was everything. It was a very good experience. And then we get to Disneyland, but we, for some reason, I don't know now that, that I know where Disneyland is, I'm like, well, we must have been coming off of Catella in a very weird way because we could, there were no signs for Disneyland. Uh, I, and we were going to Disneyland and I wanted to get to Disneyland. I saw the Matterhorn 
And I kind of pointed to parents, this is the, there's the Matterhorn. So it must be somewhere around there because we were staying at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh my gosh. So wow. anyway, so we were staying at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, we find it thanks to the Matterhorn. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so that, yes, check in, stay at the Disneyland Hotel. And then we're taking the iconic ride from the Disneyland Hotel to Disneyland. But you don't, when you're taking the monorail to Disneyland, you end up in Tomorrowland. So we are dropped off in Tomorrowland. Um, we had tickets then. It was tickets. It was like tickets. You, anyway, I've said tickets a couple of times. And then, but in the guidebook, guidebook, uh, there was a, a complimentary experience called the General Electric Carousel of Progress, which was my first Disney slash Disneyland attraction. It was complimentary. We went a couple of times. It was <laughs> a good experience. That's really cool. Heart, yes, I, I, it will have a very special place in my heart forever. Now is the I time. I can just imagine. It's the best time. Little young, Brett? Young little Brett being like, Matterhorn. <laughs> it was a little past. I was little, not. Little yes, baby Brett with a nice full point. beard. No, I was yeah. not. I was, verbal, I was verbal at that time. So, yeah. So oh. that. And well, still. <laughs> how cute. I Must you have been to go on your okay. first Disneyland I just, trip? I, I've seen that picture, I think, because I think you posted it. And it, you are adorable. But like in my mind, you always just have your, your adult size head and how you look today on like a child's body. No, I was <laughs> just, in fact a child there. Sorry. I love that. Um, you know, I, I do. I love all of these memories. I do want to throw out an honorable mention because... I'm breaking my own rules. It is not a Disney Parks memory necessarily, but it certainly has led to uh, just hours and hours and hours of amazing friendship and conversation. And that is going back to on or about January 31st, 2017, uh, episode five of Beyond the Mouse, Moana, when two intrepid travelers joined me uh, on a podcast and uh, Brett and Vanessa's first episode of Beyond the Mouse and just how great that uh, has, everything that's come from that. It's just pretty incredible. And so to get all I'll sappy think. here. Thank you. End, Thank you. You're going to make me cry. It's like a, and don't worry, I'm not announcing that we're ending the show or anything. It's, no. just, it's nice to sometimes look back and to think about the experiences that we've been able to have together and uh, the memories we've been able to make. And, and certainly, hopefully, at some point, this, You've got this trio to. will be We've in a Disney to. park together. Yes, we have to. Can't wait. Maybe when Disney invites us personally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, We're going to get great. something in the mail that says, this is Disney, and we would like <laughs> to personally come, invite you come to, visit us. Yeah, yeah. to our Hopefully. park. Hopefully. Hey, it happens. You're right. You're right. It does. Uh -huh. um, but thank you all so much for being able to share uh, our memories. I love talking parks memories because it's just so much fun to bring them like back up into the front of our mind. And thank you for following along with Beyond the Mouse. And of course, you can always find us on our social media outlets, Beyond the Mouse Podcast on Facebook and also Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram. We, of course, are part of the Front Row Network. You can find us at the Front Row Network on Facebook, Instagram, and then on Front Row Reviews with a Z on Twitter. 
You could also find us on nprillinois.org. We love being a community voices partner of NPR Illinois. And we want to hear from you. We love hearing from our listeners. So please, in addition to subscribing and rating the show, send us a note about a favorite memory that you have uh, and tell us all about your experiences in the Disney parks because we love hearing those stories. But it's just been so much fun to sit here and spend some time with you. Any final thoughts, guys? I'll give it yeah. to you, Brett first. Oh, oh Lessa, go ahead. More no, Disney it's fine. Park memories. Ah, can't wait for the next time. Can't wait for that, Van- Vanessa. I Vanessa. was just going to add. Yes, please send in your memories. Um, share. I'm sure you can post it on Facebook when we share this post. Um, with this episode. Uh, seriously, I, we live vicariously through others who go to Disney. All of our friends who go to Disney, uh, I text them I'm like, why haven't you posted your Disney photos yet? Mm-hmm. I want to see what you're doing. Where, where are you? What are you, what are you, what attractions are you on? You know, to show me everything because we, we love it. We love hearing what you think of the, the treats, um, seeing your pictures. It's all wonderful when you're a Disney fan. So please do that. I don't think I could end it any better than that. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Brett. And we will see you real soon, hopefully in a Disney park. We're walking right down the middle of Main Street, USA. (laughs) There's a great big beautiful it's a small world after oh, all. No. We'll have to do our greatest hits, but they won't be so great. In the tiki room.